What's up? This is NKNX, and you're listening to the latest installment of the SR Mix series on Saturday Radio. All right, what's up, everyone? It's NKNX, and I'm taking over this episode because Arnold <laughs> is in London studying abroad, so I'm here in the studio with a vision. What's Yo, up? What's going on? So for everyone out there, can you just tell everyone real quick who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. So uh, I'm a DJ and producer, preferably uh, techno and uh, house, a little electronic, you know, it can get funky in there. So um, yeah, but I've been DJing and producing for about 13 years. Um, originally from New York and now I live in New Jersey and uh, it's been a fun ride. If you were talking to someone that has no idea what, what techno is or nothing, they're not an expert in techno at all, how would you describe your style of music? So if you're not familiar with techno, I would describe my sound as groovy, but fun still. Yeah. And uh, it can get you know hard at some times, but I like to keep it fun and upbeat, you know. At the, at the end of the day, I'm playing in clubs, and my objective is to make people dance. And that's what I try to project into my sound. Well, what's your, what would you say is your favorite part about producing? Oh, just being able to just create alone is like what makes producing fun, you know? I don't come downstairs into my studio and say, like, I want to make a track like this. I, I go into it as just letting myself be creative, and whatever I want to get out, I get out, Yeah, you know? That's what the fun part is. If if you could go back to any era to play anywhere, you, nice. you can even it can even be some somewhere that you've played already. Where would you play? If I can go back into an era, I would play in New York City between the 80s and the 90s. Where? Um, like a specific club? Yeah. What's some of the Shit. spots that you would? Oh, dude, that's hard. Uh, I mean. I wish I was able to see like Paradise Garage and um, clubs like Crowbar, Sound Factory, and and the Palladium, and all those legendary clubs, the Tunnel, uh, the Roxy, Limelight. I mean, New York had so many amazing clubs at one point, and uh, it's sad they're not there anymore. Uh, I feel like this generation is definitely shortchanged mm-hmm. because. Um, you know, the club culture was so big in New York, and now it's it's kind of, you know, it's shifted to Brooklyn. But if I had to choose one era, it would be the 80s in between the 90s, that era, mm-hmm. where everything was still, you know, it was, it was disco going into house, and then techno evolved, and, you know, DJs were playing house, techno, tribal, everything. Disco, it didn't matter. Guys were playing for 12 hours, 13 hours. Some into the next day, some played until Monday. You know, mm-hmm. and that was the culture of New York. Mm-hmm. And you have a release now on Drum Code, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the process of making that? Like, how long did it take? And like, what so, was that process like? I played with Adam, who is, if you don't know, Adam Bayer's the the label owner. He's, uh, I would say, probably the top dog right now in the techno industry. Um, I played with him in December of last year. I gave him a USB, and. Uh, he actually emailed me saying that he lost the USB and uh, he asked actually he asked me to send what was on the USB and then he asked me to send anything that was available for the next compilation for drum code and uh, it's always been a goal 
to be on Drum Code. I would say, you know, it's a, it's an honor for sure. They're the biggest label right now. And um, I just never thought my sound fit Drum Code. So it was it was really cool to see him reach out to me and, and seeing him want to be a little bit more versatile in the next compilation, which was pretty cool, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but I was definitely excited and, and surprised that a guy that big would ask me for my music, you know. Yeah. What would you say is something you want people to know about the vision? There's one thing I want people to know. It's the, the dedication I have towards my craft. Um, I work really hard at what I do, and I'm a purist when it comes to, you know, having my own sound and, and really developing something that I want to be special. You know, I'm, I don't want to just be another DJ and producer. I want to be something that's gonna, you know, shake the floor a little bit. And, and I have that expectation of myself and I really do work hard at that. Um, and yeah, man, it's just, it comes down to the hours that you put into something. And I definitely work my ass off for this. So I, uh, if there's one thing I would want people to always keep in the back of their heads that, you know, I worked hard and, and you know, I want the, I want to be able to push my creativity and, and all the envelopes as much as I can, mm -hmm. you know. If you weren't doing this, would you be a pizza chef somewhere? Yeah, absolutely. Or what else would you be doing? Uh, no, if I wasn't doing play? this, <laughs> I play a great trumpet. See? Um, but, uh, no, if I wasn't making music, I mean, I was really big into baseball. If, if you haven't realized, I wear a Yankee hat everywhere I go. Um, so, I, I mean, I probably would have pursued that a little bit harder. Um, and I'm a huge pizza fan. So, I mean, I have a brick oven in my backyard and I know how to make pizza. So I, I probably... Tell us what you make. What's what's like you're uh, my, like known for? Oh, man, that's hard. I mean, this summer for my birthday, I had a bunch of my family over and I did like hot supersada with honey and uh, basil and fresh sauce with mozzarella. And then uh, it's all about the dough too, man. I have one of my friends that owns a pizzeria over here. It makes it like Neapolitan style, which is a whole different ballgame. It's not like just going to your regular right. pizza spot and uh, picking up dough. So like I even know like how much hydration goes into each like each batch of dough. Oh like my God. his hydration is like 70% of uh, hydration in the dough. So like I, I'm I'm pretty like dialed in on you know what dough I need and and how yeah, much this of is it I deep need. yeah yeah no I go <laughs> deep I got it all into it this past summer when I went to Sicily too I just made sure like to try everything because I'm a huge foodie as you can tell um, but yeah I would totally get into a restaurant or something like that I would definitely pursue culinary if I wasn't a DJ yeah or so or the baseball scene. Sounds like we should have like a whole other show on food. We should. We should totally. You should come over and like when it's a nice day at like seventy degrees. It's perfect pizza weather. <laughs> and uh, I whip it up. I made like thirty pies for my birthday. Holy shit! I'll send you pics. You could put it in here somewhere. <laughs> what's what's uh, some of the, your favorite places you've traveled to? Montreal is always one of my favorites. I love Europe. The European culture is just next level, I think. And the scene out there is just unreal. This summer was like my real taste of going to Ibiza and going to all those spots. So uh, 
yeah, I mean, Europe is beautiful. You can't really beat it. Was there a place that you went to and you completely didn't expect what you went, what you saw when you went there? Mm-hmm. Like you were always like, you thought it was something else, but when you got there, you were like, whoa. Let me think. Honestly, LA was like that for me this last time. Like, I wasn't expecting like a really solid techno market, but they were into it, man. Um, a few other places like um, Toronto is really like, I expected like that big city vibe, but still, they get into techno. I, I honestly, I love Canada. Canada is great. Canada is mm. a great time. Um, but everywhere I, I travel, I try to keep in the back of my head, like, it's going to be good no matter what, you right. know? So, I mean, I don't put too many expectations out there, but I always expect at least to have a good time and, and do what I love. So, at the end of the day, I would say L.A. shocked me this last time. That was It was really cool. Mm-hmm. They had a nice, like, cool warehouse going on. You could tell the, the, the scenes building out there nicely. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, props to LA. The last time I went there, was, it was a good time. And you have any dream places that when you started making music, or like, oh, I have, I have. I to mean, Ibiza is always one, of them. right? You know, like that's that's every DJ's uh, first choice, right? Um, but I would say, like Awakenings Festival, yeah. stuff like that. I'm playing Time Warp in New York this summer. Uh, this fall in november that's like a really big accomplishment for me um but at the end of the day i i don't focus so much on you know what i wish i i go after what i want and and i try to get it as much as i can but um yeah it's a good way kid, of looking at yeah it. as a kid i was always like oh i can't wait to one day play in ibiza you know like you look at these videos and you see all these djs playing and like i guess now i'm in a different stage where like I one day dreamt to play with Carl Cox, like, you know, that happened and I'm on his label and that's like an amazing thing. But I don't dwell on that because if I dwelled on it, then I would never exceed that. So that's why I don't try to get caught up in that moment mm-hmm. at all. And back to the mix, mm-hmm. what, what are the people going to listen to in this mix? So in this mix, it's a lot of tracks that when I first started going out into the club industry in New York, I was... 17 18 years old and these were the tracks that like really inspired me mainly I, I was going to see my cousin uh victor and um there are a lot of tracks that he used to play that i really got inspired from so there's tracks like ben sims i want to go back there's uh, a few detron tracks in there and those guys like i've always paid attention to them because i was listening to them when i first started going out and all those tracks really um stayed in my head for such a long time that they're like classics for me you know so a lot of those tracks are tracks that i've heard as i was coming up and getting into techno and house there's some there i started off with a dennis Ferrer track that's i mean legendary Mm -hmm. and for people who live in new jersey Mm -hmm. what would you recommend like kids that are listening to this right now who want to take whatever they're working on, their craft, and take it around the world, mm-hmm. like you have, what would you recommend to those people um, who are in the same shoes as you? Be good at your craft. You have to have something that people want. Um, 
put the hours in. And networking is a really big thing. Having a good team behind you is really big as well. I mean, I have great management. I just got signed to a new new agency. Um, so there's a lot of key things that help you grow in this industry. And the main product is your music if you're a DJ and producer. Um, and that's what you need to have complete. You know, you have to be the complete picture for... Um, an agent to pick you up for management to pick you up and it has to be worth their time to put the investment into them so I think if you're a young artist and, and you're really grinding out keep grinding you know days get brighter but make sure that your craft is where it needs to be and mm -hmm. that's all it is it's just zoning in and really focusing on what you want and what you want to get out and if you're trying to look for something different be different but still stay in the realm of where people are comfortable because at first you need to have a sound that people are comfortable listening to at first and then you could break into something else and really start going mm -hmm. into your own path you right. know that's what I've kind of done I think I have a, com a comfortable sound for people right now that they're really used to my own sound and now I'm starting to break into different avenues you know I'll do a house track I'll do a techno track and I'll do something that sounds a little bit of both genres. So that's what's cool about it right now. But definitely the grind is the most important and knowing how to network and, you know, yeah, lose sleep on a lot of things, but make sure, you know, you take care of yourself and uh, you're always zoning in on your craft. That's the there you most go. important things, I would say. Yeah. I think it's time to get into this mix now. Yeah, I think so. And before we go, make sure you check us out on iTunes Podcast, Spotify, everywhere you listen to podcasts, share with some friends, share it to some people you think would like this episode. We really appreciate it. Let us know what you think as well. And Vision, thank you so much oh, thank for you letting guys. us in here, talking, always. Always, and always. enjoy the mix. Thank, thank you. you.